the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green, and I'm the host of the show. And remember, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you do realize I've been in, involved in the automotive industry in since 1988. I moved to Arizona in October of 88. I went to work in a car dealership within a week of living here. And one of the things that I have learned is you always realize you learn something new every day. So the thing that's crazy right now is every single day it's something new and surprises and the the things that dealerships do that and someone said, well, can they do that? Well, they can do whatever they want. It just boils down to you wanting to agree with what they're doing. And some of the things that I don't agree with is, you know, if you order a car and you order it online and it's purchased through the, the manufacturer's website, my understanding is those vehicles are to be sold at the manufacturer's suggested retail price. Uh, and a lot of these online cars, they're sold out. So when someone calls me and they want to buy a Ford Maverick, if you haven't ordered one yet, the only way you're buying one is if someone canceled an order on a car and it's now part of a dealership's inventory, that dealership's no longer obligated to sell that car at MSRP. Now, you do see all these articles and you hear all these things that, you know, the manufacturers are going to go after the dealers that are charging over MSRP on a car. So I have a friend that's in the automotive business and he called me because he had a cousin that lived out of state that wanted to buy a certain vehicle. And when we started talking about the car, it was MSRP. His car is not even ordered yet. Don't even know when it's going to be here. But it's kind of ironic that when I called my friend about a car that was sitting on the showroom floor, he said, hey, it's it's 15 grand over MSRP. And the gentleman that was looking for the car, I previously helped him get a car that he was able to get at MSRP, and now they're selling on the resale market for in excess of $100,000 over MSRP, okay? And that's the Mercedes-AMG G63 wagon, okay? 
I was at a dealership. They had numerous ones, and not just one dealership. And their MSRPs were in the 170 to 190 range, and they're $325,000 right now used. So when we started talking about this car, and it happened to be a Corvette, and it was 15000 over MSRP, it kind of made sense to pay the fifteen grand over MSRP and buy a brand new 2022 because the people that have 2020s are actually pricing their used cars as much as f- it was equivalent to the fifteen grand over MSRP. So you would think that you could buy an $85,000 Corvette two years old for not a hundred grand, not a hundred and five grand, not a hundred and twenty grand, but there were very few under a hundred thousand. Well, now the car's two years newer. It's a hundred grand plus tax and license, but you have to take the car that was sitting on the showroom floor. Now I reach. I have numerous friends that are involved in General Motors dealerships, and you know the one thing I will tell you is I, I googled something to do with the new Corvettes. And one of the dealerships, I kind of not laughed at what they put on their website, but it basically said, we are no longer taking deposits from anyone outside the state of New York or if they're not a previous dealership customer. And then it said, our list, we are no longer accepting any Z06 orders as you'd be waiting longer than five years for your vehicle. Folks, there's a difference between placing an order and having your order picked up. Uh, I talk to people all the time, and, and, and I don't contradict what they tell me. I don't tell them the dealership's leading them down a terrible path. But, you know, I, I mentioned about the couple that listens to the radio show, and they were trying to buy a Tesla. And they ordered a Tesla, and their Tesla was due for delivery in December. Well, at the end of February, they got an email or a phone call from Tesla stating that their car was still a minimum of four months away. The terms that I've been talking about on the radio show, this is that was then, this is now. Uh, it's unbelievable what is going on in the car business. Okay. I've looked at certain dealerships and some of their inventory that's showing up right now, they are brand new 2021s. And the reason that they're brand new 2021s is because they were sitting somewhere in a parking lot in some kind of a store waiting for microchips. Now, I happen to be... I live in the Northwest Valley, and I happened to be taking someone out to Surprise to pick up a Subaru. So we were taking the 303 around, and the easiest way to get from Scottsdale is to actually take the 101, head north on the 17, head west on the 303. Well, when you get on the 303, right as you head west, right on the north side of the 303 is a giant building complex going up. Okay, that is going to be the largest semiconductor chip plant in the world. So we were talking about that. And, you know, if you've been listening, you understand. Obviously, I do the radio show by myself. So I, I find these articles on MSN. And 
one of the things that I found was an article that was about the microchips again. Ford to ship and sell incomplete vehicles with missing chips. Now, three years ago, if you went into the dealership and you found a 2018 still sitting on the lot in March of 2019, it was a deal that the dealership wanted to sell, a car that they wanted to sell as bad as you wanted to buy it, if not more. Okay, not the case right now. They are holding on to these cars because if you don't buy it, someone will. So what the article basically said, Ford will soon start selling and shipping some Ford Explorers without the chips that power rear air conditioning and heating controls. According to a report from Automotive News, the title of the article was Ford to ship and sell incomplete vehicles with Missing chips. Ford will soon start selling cars. Like I said, missing for rear air conditioning. The automotor, automaker will instead ship the missing semiconductors to the dealer within one year, which they will then install in customers' vehicles after purchase. Customers who purchase a vehicle without the real controls will receive a price reduction okay and i'm telling you i've seen these price reductions for certain options missing it's usually around 50 bucks customers who purchase the vehicle without the rear controls will receive a price reduction ford spokesperson said the vert told the verge that heating and rear air conditioning will still be controllable from the front seats and that customers who choose to purchase the vehicle without the real controls will receive a price reduction. Ford is doing this as a way to bring new explorers to customers faster and that the change is only temporary. Like many other companies, Ford has been grappling, grappling with the constraints introduced by the chip shortage. After the lack of semiconductors forced Ford to scale back production of its Ford F-150 last year and once again earlier this month, it started giving customers the option to purchase the pickup without automatic start-stop. The vehicle that turns a vehicle engine off when it comes to a complete stop. They gave the owners a $50 credit in return. Auto... Other automakers have also had to make sacrifices due to the chip shortage. GM has dropped the wireless charging HD radios fuel management model module that made some pickup trucks operate more efficiently. Meanwhile, Tesla sold more cars without USB ports and made them installable at a later date. Luxury cars haven't been exempt from this shortage either. As Cadillac nixed its hand-free driving features in its 2022 Escalade, while BMW began, began shipping some cars without touchscreens. Folks, it's not a bad idea when you walk into the dealership and you're talking to the salesman to look at the MSRP. If there's something on the MSRP that is missing, it basically tells you this car does not have this option in the vehicle. Now, I've helped some people buy new BMWs that had touchscreens, and I've had some 
clients buy BMWs that the touchscreens were inactive. So it's not an across the board, but it's understanding what you're buying, also what you're missing, and if it makes sense to take advantage of this purchase. It's the strangest time I have ever seen in the car business. If it sounds like I'm a little tongue-tied, it's actually because I'm, I'm getting so sick of what's going on with this whole thing. And the first question that I ask anybody when it comes to buying a car is, do you need one or do you want one? Now, I helped a gentleman last week. He sold his lease back to the dealership. He doesn't need a car, didn't want to buy a car, but it didn't make sense to buy the car because by the time he paid the tax and stuff, there wasn't that much equity in the vehicle. Certain leases you cannot, cannot sell to anything other than the manufacturer. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. Joey's been a great supporter of the radio show since its inception over 11 years ago. And I'll be back after a short break. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Remember, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to also send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, it's it's a great product. It's a great place to do business. Uh Everything, when I help somebody buy a car, the word's transparency. Uh, you don't sit with the salesperson and negotiate. Everything's presented to you. Usually in Adams, if he's in his, in his office, it's all done with 
him sitting at his chair, you over his shoulder, and watching everything he's putting into the computer. You know, I'm a car person, and, and, I, and I like cars. And, you know, I haven't taken advantage of the great used car values because even I have to replace my car, you know, and I don't want to sell my car and buy something that I don't like as much. So one of the things that I saw in one of the articles was in Forbes Automotive, and it was 32 cars to avoid. And I got to see if I can find the right one. 32 cars to avoid 2022. Sorry, it's taken me a while. We have a little bit of a technical difficulty, and I'm working with the laptop, and I am the least... Uh, tech person you've ever seen. So the 32 cars that they say you should avoid, top 32 new cars to avoid. Now this was one was from 2019 and the list wasn't that different. According to Forbes, the number 32 car to avoid was an Acura RLX. 31 was a Cadillac ATS. Number 30 was the Chrysler 200. So the Acura RLX and the Chrysler 200, I don't even think they make anymore. Uh, Number 29, which I don't believe was, you know, a Chevy Suburban. Uh, Dodge Journey. I agree with the Ford Fiesta. I agree with the Ford Focus. I agree with the Dodge Dart. I happen to be a fan of the Q50. I'm not a huge fan of a Jeep Cherokee or a Jeep Compass, a Jeep Patriot. I I really like the new redesigned uh, Nissan Pathfinder. Uh, I like the BMW 7 Series. It's not a car I would buy brand new. I would lease a new one or I'd buy one two years old. Uh, I like the Cadillac XTS. Not a fan of the Fiat. Uh, You're you're never going to get anybody that wants a Jeep Wrangler to look at this list and say, I'm not buying a Wrangler because you put it on the list. Uh, Lincoln MKS, Lincoln MKT, the Mitsubishi IMIEV, the Mirage, uh, the Nissan Armada. The big thing that they didn't like with the Armada was the fuel economy, poor reliability, and... It had been a very dated vehicle. It hadn't been updated for a really long time. Uh, As with the Nissan Titan, uh, it's a pickup truck based on the same Titan chassis. Uh, Scion IQ, the Smart for Two, uh, the Maserati Ghibli, the Jeep Wrangler JK. Well, now they're JLs. Uh, Ford Taurus is no longer made. Fiat 500X, Fiat 500, uh, the Dodge Caravan. And the Acura ILX. You know, I tell people it's nothing wrong with doing research before you buy a car. And and the biggest thing about doing the research is opinions. Everybody has an opinion. It doesn't mean it's right. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It It doesn't tell me that... I'm not an expert on what you want. I understand cars. And it's very simple for me to say to you, 
I'm not a fan of this. I'm not a fan of that. There are certain cars that I have never helped anyone buy because I'm not a believer in the vehicle. Now, a lot of people bash the Dodge Journey. If you're a small family and you need something with three rows, there was nothing more economical than buying a Dodge Journey. Okay, however, if you're going to buy one, my suggestion always is to buy the six-cylinder model than the four-cylinder model. And it's, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. And if I help you buy a car, it's really simple. And only if I help you buy a car. I charge $400 to help you purchase your vehicle. If we talk and I don't help you, I don't send you a bill for my time. I'm not a lawyer. I don't charge by the hour. It's $400 whenever I help you buy a car. Now, there are times when I realize that trying to help some people, it's not beneficial to either me or to you. So when I was a salesman and I started in 1988, they told us that if you say to a customer, I don't know, but I will find out after saying that three times in with a customer, customers lost faith in what you might know. So I'm, I'm also a believer in a couple of things. When I'm dealing with somebody and they say to me, I know that more than three times in the first five minutes, my question sometimes is, if you know all this, why are you calling me? It is amazing to me what people think they absolutely understand about the car business. The other thing that I don't say to people, let me ask you this, let me ask you this, let me, I hate that phrase, okay? And the beautiful thing about what I do is I help a lot of people get cars. I also decide if at some point the transaction is not going in a way that's going to benefit you or me, we have that conversation and it doesn't hurt my feelings if you decide you don't want to deal with me and I hope it doesn't hurt your feelings if I decide I don't want to deal with you. You know, I am a big believer in helping people buy cars. I'm not a believer in talking you into doing anything that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It, it's not what my business is about. I am not selling you a car. I am helping you buy a car. It's very important that you understand when you call me and ask for my help that I'm not a salesperson in a dealership. And in the event we start to go down that route where I start to feel like I'm a salesperson in a dealership, I excuse myself. And if I've helped you previously and you see what I've done to help you and then I start to get treated like a salesperson in a dealership, it, it kind of gets me to go in the opposite direction. And when I say opposite direction, I'm now no longer interested in helping you buy a car. I am not selling you anything. I am helping you buy a vehicle. And I want to send out a very special thanks to B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, 
They have an 800 number. They also have a 602 number. The 800 number is one 495 9535 It's a family-owned business. Bobby Rabati and his family. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, want to send out a very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. They've been longtime supporters of the show. They have helped numerous clients from the radio show, from my referrals, purchase new and pre-owned vehicles at the dealership. You know, one of the things that I want people to think about, you know, and I, and I mentioned my daughter had to replace her car. So when she had to replace her car, it was a car that in 2019, she purchased for $15,800. In December of 2021, she was involved in an accident. Nobody was really hurt. She got banged up a little bit. Uh, it was a pretty violent crash. Her vehicle was totaled, numerous airbags went off. And I was waiting uh, to reach out to the insurance company, and I'm pretty good at negotiating. Uh, So I was putting together a little file so that when the insurance company offered me a dollar amount for her car, I was going to be prepared for that conversation. So I had gone to a couple of different sources where I got information as to what I thought it was going to take to replace her vehicle. Well, when I found out what they offered to pay her for her vehicle, I ended up taking all the paperwork that I had put together in this little file and shredded it. And I told my daughter, you sign whatever they need you to sign before they change their mind. The car she paid $15,800 for, they wrote her a check for $23,917. Okay. So when you see these used car values increasing, okay, what's also happening is Kelly Blue Book's raising the used car values. Carvana is still paying good money for cars, but not as crazy as it was. But I will tell you this, I'm waiting to see what the effect on this car shortage, these increased used car values, the people paying over MSRP for a car. Folks, I'm telling you, if you're there and you're buying a car and you're paying over MSRP and you are financing the car, you better, better, better be considering whether or not you need gap insurance. And if you're financing 100% of the car plus tax title and license, you need gap insurance to protect your investment. Your insurance company is not obligated to pay you what your car 
value is based on what you owe. It's paid on what the value of your car is. So my big concern right now is with these values that Kelly Blue Book is now coming up with through all their algorithms is what is that going to do to your monthly car insurance bill? Now, just like the real estate market and just like your car insurance, you need a place to live and you have to have car insurance. And I, my heart goes out for anybody right now that's renting. Because in Arizona, if you're renting and you have a lease, they're not renewing your lease Okay, at what your current rate is. They are going to raise whatever you are paying in your rent. I don't know anybody that signed a new lease that their lease stayed the same. I spoke to a friend of mine the other day who's lived in the same home for years. He found out the other day he's got seven weeks to get out or because his, his rent's doubling. Okay, Your car insurance, I can't imagine that rates are not going to go up, but what you want to make sure is you want to make sure that your insurance covers you for what you need. Do not step over dollars to save pennies. To save pennies on your insurance to give up dollars worth of your coverage it doesn't make any sense. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me it's 602-525-1370. I also have a website, yourcarinsiders.com. If you reach out, you send me an email. There's a contact page on the website. Once again, yourcarinsiders.com. The easiest way to reach me, it's by the phone. I'm not telling everybody that their car insurance is going to go up, but I have a really good friend of mine that is my actually my insurance broker, and he handles my homeowner's insurance. He handles my car insurance. He handles my life insurance, and what I will tell you is the conversation we had the other day is it's very hard to shop around, uh, it, it, and it's very, it's very important that you just understand what you're insured for. And the biggest thing I'll say about insurance is you don't want to find out what you need when you don't have it when you need it. Once again, Gary Green, host of the show, 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and I also want to send out a very, very special thank you to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, Troy, Richard, my friend Dan Corrales, uh, Mr. Lundy, it's a wonderful place to do business. Uh, I'm, I'm warning everybody. If you think you're going to call me in the morning and we're going to go to the car dealership and find a car and you're going to drive home in it that day, the odds are slim. If you think we're going to go to a dealership and we're going to find a car that's incoming, the odds are pretty good. If you think you're going to go into the car dealership and be very specific about what you want and if they don't have it, expect them to negotiate with you on what they do have. I don't believe that's going to happen, but I also don't profess to understand everything. Okay, I will tell you that this is definitely a seller's market in the car business. That being said, you know, I had a client, uh, a radio show listener call me, really nice guy. And he, he called me during the broadcast of the radio show on Saturday, last week. And I called him and I said, hey, I'll be happy to call you later this morning. Obviously, he did not realize that the show is pre-recorded. In the event that you call at 6.30 or 6.45 in the morning, I'm not going to have a conversation with you. So we called later in the day and I had asked him that I would call him later in the day and he started to send me texts with pictures of his vehicle. And it was still before or close to seven o'clock in the morning. And I don't get on the phone in my house at seven o'clock in the morning unless it's my mother-in-law or one of my kids because I speak loud. And if I go outside to talk in the backyard, the dogs follow me and the dogs will bark if they hear something or the dogs will do this or the dogs will do that. But my wife likes to sleep in on Saturdays. So I don't risk waking her up because I know how hard she works all week and I don't. we're not going anywhere Saturday morning so I don't want her to have to get up because she hears me on the phone or the dog's out back. So later in the day, I decided I was going to call this gentleman, and what a nice guy. Really was a nice guy. I enjoyed speaking to him. He understands a certain amount. But he had said to me, I placed my ad online, and I haven't gotten one phone call. Well, when you put your ad online and you haven't gotten any phone calls, usually it's one thing. You have your vehicle overpriced. So it doesn't matter what you paid for something. It matters what you can sell something for. I'm not an expert and I do not sell people's cars for them. Okay, that was something that I really don't do. It's got to be a very special circumstance before I get involved and it's usually only with a really good friend that has a car that I will sell their car. Because if I'm going to sell your car, which I'm not going to do, I would expect you to give me your car so I could sell it. 
you don't know me well enough to give me your car. I would never ask you for your title. I would never ask you to sign over your title. That is your decision after we're doing this. So I asked him something, and I jumped online to look for his ad, and I found his ad. And he had a vehicle that on its very best day, I think he might be able to sell it for 30 grand, maybe 32. He had it online for $53,995 because everybody's telling him there's such a shortage of new cars that used car values are crazy. Well, guess what? There's a really big shortage of used cars and used car values are crazy. They're just not that crazy. So when we talked, I explained to him that when you have a 2013 with 100,000 miles on it, that's not a car that the dealerships are jumping up for. But when you have a car like mine or a truck like my wife's, that's a 2019 Ram 1500 Laramie Longhorn with less than 10,000 miles on it, the dealer's going to jump through hoops to get that car, but you still have to buy something to replace it. You still have to buy something to replace it. We then talked a little bit more and I said, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we go to one of these online sites and see what your car's worth? So he gave me the VIN number to his car and I pulled up a Carfax and there it shows two minor accidents. Well, a 100,000 mile 2013 car, it's not a good thing to have two accidents on your car. And I basically said to him, I'm really sorry to do this, but I'm going to tell you that that does not help. Well, it's not accurate. And here's another thing that wasn't accurate. Carfax actually said it was a two-owner car. He had all the paperwork that shows he's the original owner. Can I sue Carfax? Good luck with that. If you're ever considering the first step when you have a Carfax is to make sure that you register that Carfax within 30 days of you receiving it. I'm not telling you the Carfax is a bad thing. I'm not telling you it's a good thing. I like to look at Carfax to see the history of the car. Uh, it's extremely, extremely difficult to change anything on a Carfax. I also want people to understand that if you're going to get a Carfax from a dealership, ask them to run it the day that you're there. Because Carfaxes do change. And there's a there's been instances where on the Carfax it says Carfax began reporting this on this date, and it could be years after you bought the car. That's how I met one of my good friends today. He bought a car that was at the auction. The auction disclosed uh, vehicle sold at auction, frame damage reported. He bought the car from a very big, very reputable used car dealer in Scottsdale, and when everything came out, the dealership did the right thing. They bought the car back and did not hurt him financially. Please understand, do not buy a car solely on what Carfax says. 
do not buy a car solely on what I say. You know, I have a friend of mine that I've helped numerous times and, you know, he called me up and he says, hey, I'm looking to buy a car for my brother and I want to find a low mileage, this, that or the other thing. Well, trying to find a nice low mileage car, it's not very simple right now. And we ended up. Uh, I have a good friend of mine that owns a company on Indian uh, Indian School on about 22nd Street. It's called Reed Motors. And Anthony has nice used cars. But if you're looking for a car that doesn't have a couple of scratches, may have had some paint work, he doesn't buy cars that are wrecked, he doesn't buy cars that are junk, he runs the cars through shops. And we found a 2010 two-owner Honda Accord Coupe with 51,000 miles on it. And the thing about it, there was one word in common. The customer said to me, I trust you. And I trust Anthony. So it's very important that when you're looking at used cars at car dealerships to understand the term smog and safety. If you run, if you buy a used car, it doesn't necessarily mean that the dealership fixed everything that was wrong with the car. They fixed everything wrong with the car that made it safe to drive and pass emissions. It doesn't mean that the air conditioning is 100%. And I'm not a fan. I'm really not. I don't like helping people buy used cars with 85, 100,000 miles on it because when somebody trades a used car in, They don't go fix everything before they sell the car. Now, I have my neighbor was selling his truck, and I didn't help him, but I knew he was selling his truck before he told me he was selling his truck because he was outside the other day for about five hours cleaning his car with a vacuum, with a toothbrush, with this, with that, and the car looked really, really nice. I just want to make sure people understand when you're buying a used car, what the term restored salvage title means. Okay. And a salvage title is completely different than a restored salvage title. Salvage title on a used car means that the insurance company paid a total loss claim on that vehicle. The restored salvage title is when you have the vehicle repaired Take it to the state of Arizona Department of Motor Vehicles, and you have what's done a level three inspection. Now, what I can't stand when people are advertising used cars and they write the verbiage in there. Vehicle recently passed Arizona Department of Transportation level three inspection. It gives the people that don't understand what that means the feeling that, wow, the state of Arizona put this car up on a lift. They checked everything. They made sure the repairs were all done correctly and this, that, and the other thing. Well, all they're doing when they do a level three inspection is confirming that the VIN numbers are still on the car in the places that they belong. And they issue at that point a restored salvage title. Now, I will tell you this. If you're buying a used car, and we're talking March 2022, and you're buying a used car, and you see that it says restored salvage title, and then you look on the title, and you see the date that that title was issued, 
and it's March of 2022. Means the car was just repaired. I'm not that comfortable with that unless I knew the car before it was totaled and after it was fixed and who fixed it. But if there's a car that you're looking at in March of 2022 and the vehicle had a restored salvage title issued in a three years before, I'm not I'm not dead set against helping you buy that or recommending you buy it. I tell you to look at it. I'm not going to help you buy it, but I recommend you have the car looked at because a car that's had a salvage title, restored salvage title for years, if it was going to fall apart, it was going to fall apart way before the three years. You know, I'll never forget that a friend of mine was looking for a used Nissan pickup truck. And he kept calling me about this one and about that one and about this one. And, about, and I finally said, Rip, you know what? His name was Rip. You know what? Let's get up and go look at this used truck. So we show up at the guy's house in Phoenix. And in the driveway is a tow truck. In the side of his house is a flatbed tow truck with the name of a shop on it. So when we got there, we had to wait because his brother had the truck. So when his brother showed up with the truck, I said, Rip, now you understand why the price is what it is. And he said, what do you mean? I said, well, look at the truck. Well, it was a Nissan Frontier and it had 15,000 miles on it and it was the current model year. And... When they paint your car at the, man, at, the, at the manufacturer, they don't paint the suspension. They don't paint the edges of the headlights. They don't paint the inside of your tires. It's called overspray. Okay? And one of the things that you have to understand is it doesn't matter what the Carfax says. And this gentleman was telling my friend, look, I have, I have the Carfax right here. It shows it's never been in an accident. And I said, you're right. It shows it's never been in an accident, but it shows you bought it at the auction three months ago. I'm Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, 602-525-1370. Remember, if I help you, it's really simple. It's 400 bucks. Very special thanks to B&N Auto Sales. Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. Adam Breen at Rodeo at Earnhardt Hyundai. Chad Sasson at Rodeo Kia. David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford. And last but not least, my good friends at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.